0: Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm, Eddie, I'm Eddie Hayes. I started Growth Minded as a platform to basically coach people in their 20s on how to create a better future for themselves. So, on this episode of Growth Minded, I'm going to share a technique with you that you can use to improve your mental health, your self awareness, your relationships, your sense of fulfillment. The list goes on. This technique also leads to less stress, less intrusive thoughts and better sleep. So to grab a little bit more of your attention, there's a doctor out of Duke Medical Center, uh, Dr. Swami. This doctor says that if practicing this technique were a drug, this technique that I'm about to show you, it would be the world's best-selling product. And it helps to regulate major systems in your body. So just for a little bit more credibility, I've been using this practice, this tool, this habit over the last three years, beginning in 2018. So I've seen the benefits firsthand. I hope that lends a little bit more credibility. And before we jump into things, I want to uh, take this time to introduce our our panelists, our guests for today's mastermind. Um, I'll do a quick introduction, but feel free to introduce yourselves a little bit deeper. If you like, I'll start with uh, Shannon Pepe first. She's a St. Joe's grad working for a public relations firm. She just moved to Philly. She's apparently related to a celebrity. I'm not sure who, um, and she's also a former lifeguard at Woodside. So we gotta, we definitely have to represent that too. Any anything you want to add, Shannon, to that to that wonderful introduction?
1: I feel like you summed me up pretty good.
0: Okay, and then Mike Alano, we have a New York City resident, co-host of podcast Hudson Honeys. Check that out on Spotify. Now streaming season two. Underworks, an accountant at uh, Siegfried Group. Is that how you pronounce it, Mike? Yep, Siegfried. Cool. And also a former lifeguard. So I just want to thank Mike for being on the show today, too. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So based on what I've been alluding to uh, so far and some of the prompts that I sent you to on the side, do you have any guesses or indications what you think the world's best-selling product might be, according to uh, Dr. Swamy.
1: I'm thinking some type of um, mental practice, whether that be like along the lines of like a meditation or just like um, writing certain things down. I don't know if I'm close or not. Mike, I don't know if you had any guesses. I don't want to take
2: well just I did some googling earlier today and I said what's the best selling product of all time and PlayStation came back and they sold like 344 like million units or something like that mm. so I was thinking more of a supply chain type cultural thing physical unit um, but I think the more abstract is where you're, you're headed Shannon
0: interesting thoughts yeah um... I, I don't mind the PlayStation, honestly. I don't think that would be a bad solve to kind of help improve a lot of these uh, a lot of these things in your body and stuff. But uh, Shannon was closer, I would say. Uh, the practice that I'm referring to is gratitude, daily gratitude. And yeah, it definitely ties into meditation a little bit. There's a, a short video I'll share in a little bit too that that basically says you know gratitude and meditation are linked together and has some of the same benefits. So um, good guesses and good research, Mike. Thank you for uh, getting into that a little bit on the side there. So I have I have three parts in today's uh, mastermind session. I'm gonna first outline like the behind the scenes, the science of gratitude, basically the results that you get from practicing it, um, and then practices that that we can try. Like you can try in your own time. I'll just sh- share them with you, and then open things up for like um, more discussion and feedback. But again, I have like questions along the way, um, you know, during the, during the first few points here. And if you have any questions or any comments along the way, feel free to jump in. But um, any commentary before I kind of share the behind the scenes of gratitude, the science behind it? Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Let's do it. So Dr. Dorswamy, that's a tongue twister. I had to Google with that. Um, I said he was the head of the biologic psychology at Duke University Medical Center. He said that if thankfulness, he said if thankfulness was a drug, it would be the world's best-selling product. And this helps regulate the major systems in your body. So the practice that, that you get from gratitude the results from it would improve like your mood neurotransmitters, like your serotonin, um, your reproductive hormones, like testosterone, even your ability to social bond with each other, uh, social bond- bonding hormones. I didn't know we had those, but we <laughs> do. Cognitive and pleasure-related neurotransmitters of, I should say dopamine, I think you all know what that is, um, inflammatory inflammatory and immune systems, stress, the list goes on, cardiac and EEG rhythms, blood pressure and blood sugar, even like sleeping better. So it's really um, kind of like a comprehensive results that you get throughout your entire body just from the simple practice. But to uh, kind of spice things up a little bit, I'll share a quick video that I thought that I thought was interesting. I found it on YouTube. Um, of all places, it's an easy place to find stuff out. Oh, we can hear it. We can hear it.
3: Simply expressing appreciation and being more thankful can measurably improve your overall well-being. For example, studies prove that gratitude can increase happiness, reduce depression, and strengthen resiliency. Grateful people often experience reduced blood pressure, less chronic pain, increased energy, even longer lives. People who purposefully express more gratitude report higher self-esteem than those who don't, and they're more likely to help others Approach social behavior, also linked to greater happiness. People who capture grateful thoughts before bed sleep better than those who don't. Why so many positive changes? Because gratitude actually rewires our brains, takes part the production of dopamine and serotonin. Like antidepressants, these feel-good neurotransmitters activate the bliss center of the brain, creating feelings of happiness and contentment. This appears to be self-perpetuating. Research suggests that with regular practice, we will train your prefrontal cortex to better appreciate and retain positive experiences and thoughts, and to deflect the negative ones. Here are a few simple ways to deliberately cultivate that attitude of gratitude. Celebrate minor accomplishments. Think about what you have rather than dwelling on what you don't. Tell the people in your life something you appreciate about them. Tell yourself too. Volunteer, hold a door for a stranger, or simply smile and you'll probably feel better as kindness and giving are connected to gratitude. Similar positive brain changes can occur from regular meditation and mindfulness. Keep a daily gratitude journal using an old-fashioned notebook or a high-tech app. The science is clear. Give gratitude a go. You'll be thankful you did.
0: So, pretty comprehensive video there that sums up a lot of what I've been saying there. Um, I'll, I'll turn it over to you two in a second to see if anything resonated with you, but it's funny because um, there's one point where the British man, <laughs> or, you know, English man goes like retaining positive thoughts, like by practicing things, it's almost like you, um, you, you basically like don't let negative thoughts in or intrusive thoughts in and you kind of surround yourself with good thoughts. So even like last week or so, we're doing this, um, for those of you who don't know, but the three of us are, are all very close. We all worked at Woodside together as lifeguards. We have this bracket and we're going through all these awesome memories of, you know, when we were kids, when we we're growing up. So what resonated with me was like retaining those positive thoughts. Like the next day I'm thinking of like Woodside wine night, like projectile vomiting, <laughs> um, you know, the story where I, I jump in the pool with the iPhone a little bit or a kid, you know, saving a drowning person while I'm on stand. <laughs> so I think even just by doing something like that, you could do like a friend bracket, a friend gratitude bracket. And a lot of those thoughts that you do, and the more you practice it with over time, like resonate, but just wanted to see if anything stuck out to you two on, on that video and anything that I've spoke on so far.
2: I think like something that stuck out to me was um, that people who are like, practice gratitude, sleep better. Like I'm somebody who like struggles with sleeping sometimes, just because my mind's racing sometimes of like having negative thoughts or thinking, you know, about the, what I have to do at work the next day and it's just too much. Um, but I think like, you know, after this session, I definitely want to start like practicing gratitude just because even just for the sleep aspect, not the other amazing aspects it has talked about already, but I definitely want to improve my sleep.
1: I also think it's super interesting because you hear all these things about like how to make yourself better, how to have a better life, how to have a better diet, all this stuff. And you know, internally that all this stuff is connected, but it really is like, you have positive thoughts, you get better sleep, you feel better, like you're, you know, everything is connected. And as much as everybody kind of knows that, I think that like, we really forget that one like simple thing could really just like, bring you all the way up.
2: Agree. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, um, it's interesting because I don't know anyone who's practiced it longer than I have. And I'm not trying to flex. It's just like one of those things where it's like a staple of who I am now, just been doing it for a while. But it's funny, like at the end of like Mike, to your point of like struggling with sleep at the end of each day when I'm, and I was going to say this actually later on. So it's interesting you brought up, but at the end of like a day, if I'm, you know, if I'm having a relatively good day or honestly depends, but there are, it's like my brain is almost in a habit of like I'm in bed and then I can kind of just get my my fingers like moving like what were five things that I you know that were good from today and like yesterday I had like one of those things too where I was I was just pretty tired and then my hands start moving but I couldn't even think of anything I was sleeping (laughs) you know what I mean I was already sleeping before I could think of it so I would say definitely the the sleeping um I, I haven't struggled with it and I'm sure people have their reasons for why they struggle with sleeping too, besides not practicing gratitude, but um, luckily I haven't really had any chronic problems or any issues with it. I'm usually, you know, in bed by 1030, sleeping by 11.
1: Eddie, I also find it really interesting that like, this is a practice that you can really do anywhere. Like, I know it was such a minimal part in the video, but like what I remember them being like, oh, you can use a traditional Notebook, write it down, or you can use like a high tech whatever. So, like, whether I'm doing some work before I have to go to bed, like, I can just type it out, or I have a notepad next to me, I can write it out. Like you said, can count on my fingers right before I go to bed. Like, it's something that you can really do anywhere. And um, I like that aspect. Like, even if I'm just not having a good day and I'm outside or I'm at work, like, I can take a second to myself and be like, okay, what are five things right now that I'm grateful for? Um, and I like, I like that whole aspect. Like you're not really tied down to anything. Yeah.
2: Do you always count?
0: Uh, personally?
1: Yeah. Or do you write it down
2: sometimes?
0: Yeah. Before I was just before work, um, especially during the work days, I, I definitely try to do this before the work day gets started. and you know, shit hits the fan kind of thing. <laughs> But I have like OneNote. I use this uh, app called OneNote that I use. Um, so I, that's that's something I use. I like using OneNote a lot. Um, before I, I've been doing that over the last few years. But yeah, I started with like a, like a just a simple journal to do. But yeah, the Shannon's point too. It's flexible now, where it's like, even at the end of the day, I could at least count on my fingers. You know what I mean? You, and that'll hold me accountable. I
1: actually have a journal. Um that I got last year and Eddie I know I've known you for a while so I know that you've been doing this and I've I've always you're actually the reason that I got it Mike actually got it for me for a secret Santa. Santa um and ever since you started practicing I really wanted to like do it um and I did it for a while and unfortunately I like kind of fell off a little bit um but what's interesting about this one is like it's not even just, I don't, I'm not sure what you do if you do like a recap, but it's like, okay, what are, um, I think it like gives you three prompts, right? You start off in the morning. What are three goals that I want to achieve today? You write them down. And then the middle part is like some affirmation. So you write a couple of positive affirmations, um, which I actually like because reading them out loud helps me. The last part is you finish it at night and it's what you said, gratitude. Like what are three things? Today that I'm thankful for that went well today. Um, so there's just like so many different ways that you can like practice this gratitude and, and write it down. But I think it's interesting too, to kind of like compare, okay, what were my goals versus like, you know, what happened dur- throughout the day that like I can recount at night.
0: Yeah, I'm sure prompts keep things interesting if, if you wanna shake it up, But you know, instead of just the five, you know, what are five good things, the prompts I'm sure are cool, like cool ways to like switch up and, uh, kind of keep your mind, um, you know, curious and it's, it's cool to have those goals too. And I like how that has like three different parts to it. So it's like your entire, not your entire day, but yet different parts of the day where, you know, one is dedicated to like goal setting another, maybe another prompt. And then finally it's like, you know, what were the three things from the day? That's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know the backstory of the journal there. So that's, that's pretty cool to hear. So that that, that was basically the science of gratitude. Practices that you can try. We already heard um, Shannon's technique, Shannon's journal. um, I alluded to mine a little bit already where it's like after breakfast, before I start work, that's that's like the 10 minutes I'll take to myself before the day gets started. Um, and I think it's been really important because just starting a new job and uh, there's always a learning curve. So you kind of just have to not take yourself too seriously. And that's like a good way to do it. It's like gratitude. Like you just kind of like, you know, it's funny just to like look back on the last day and just like not take anything too seriously, obviously easier said than done. Um, but that's kind of, like, my my way of doing it. Um, another technique would be, like, a friend bracket. We already alluded to a little bit, like, the three of us, and then we have um, the five of us in this group. We all put, like, I guess – I don't know how many memories each we put in. I would say at least 10 each. I don't oh, know.
2: More. I feel like it more. literally had to have been, like, 20 <laughs> each. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's this, and there's some that we didn't even name. The list went on. Like we had to cut off memories.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's just, that's just like gratitude in itself. Like just listing off all these like memories that you're thankful that you had. And Mike's so right. Like we, yeah, we're laughing at our favorite ones, but like, there were some that were like probably our favorite times during that time. And we didn't even, we don't even remember that, you know what I mean? So it's crazy. So crazy. It's
2: crazy. Um, Eddie, I have a question for you. Do you usually yeah. do so it's always five gratitude, or is it like three, or do you switch it up? Like, do you can you ever not think of some?
0: Um, it's a good question. It I don't know what made me start with five. Um, but it, it just started with five. And it's funny because I can look back, like there, it's not always like I look back, I can look back in my OneNote with like a snap of a finger so I could see okay they weren't always five but over the it's on like over the years I find that there's actually more being added to the list from just a regular day if if that makes sense I guess because you find more moments as you do it throughout the course of a day so um, yeah honestly I'll, I'll start off thinking of five but why not six you know why, why not seven <laughs>
1: Um, do you find that they're like monumental moments in the day or can they sometimes be like, I just felt, I just felt super happy at that moment, even though it wasn't big at all.
0: These are a lot of the times they're just ordinary, ordinary moments. Like, um, just even like taking a break to walk around throughout the course of a day. It's like a 10 minute walk. That's nothing crazy. Right. Or food, having a meal, like being thankful for food. Um, just knowing what I know now about, you know, people who don't get food around the world. Um, And, you know, it's not like I'm a monk where every meal I'm bowing and praying. It's not like, it's not like that, but it's kind of in the back of my mind where I still find time to be like, oh, well, you know, at least this, at least that. So it's almost like a competition with myself where it's like, I can't lose the day because I'm still finding five things at least that I'm grateful for no matter what happens, which is pretty, um, pretty, I don't know. Interesting to me, at least.
2: That's so empowering too. It's like almost like hashtag no bad days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, um, and, um, my buddy Shaquille who was going to be on this uh, episode too, we've had like some interesting conversations in the past and he's been like, oh, have you ever, like, had bad days or bad moments? Like, does it make you immune to those things? And um, I was like, no, like, definitely not. Like, you still feel pain, and you know, you still feel all those emotions outside of it. But I guess the one good thing is, like, you always kind of have a home base to come back to, a home base of thinking, almost, like a core value, almost, if that makes sense.
1: Do you find yourself looking through like past like days of gratitude like or is it just kind of like you move forward with it like you are ever like oh let let me see you know let me go through anything or
0: I think I'm like harder days those are the days where I'll be like all right I need to look at things that are worth living for you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. like I need to remember good times with people and things like that. Cause there can be like tough days or tough stretches, maybe at work, like I said, new job, at least for me can be stressful. So you need like, it's it's like a blessing to have those memories at like a click of a finger to be like, wow, like remember, and I'll get into these in a second too, but exactly to your point, Shannon, yeah, for sure. I definitely go back um, maybe on some of those harder days to look back and say, wow, you know, I, I've done a lot, like it's almost like ties into like yourself yourself and being able to talk yourself up again. Um, And there's like a good quote where it's like, people have like a, it's like the human spirit is like a campfire. You have to continuously build it up again. It's almost like every day you kind of start from scratch and you eventually have to build yourself to, uh, to get those flames going. And that's kind of a way to do it is like to look back on Maybe some memories that you forgot about, friends that you forgot about, people, family, Um, and it's another. It's just a way to kind of build, uh, build like an inner
2: fire almost. I like that
1: analogy. I do like that. I was just gonna say. Thank you.
2: Um, I have something really quick. I saw, it wasn't recently, but I have it saved on TikTok, and it's coming to mind. But it's like this TikTok where it's saying to at the end of every week, I'm going to do it starting in 2022, like January 1, but at the end of every week, you write down something that awesome that happened that week and you throw it into a jar. And at the end of the year, you can go back and find 52 amazing things that like happened throughout the year. I love so, that. maybe we should all do it, but starting January 1, like that first week, like it's happening, the jar. I love it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, there, I'm sure there's like infinite ways to, like practice uh, practice it whether counting on your fingers or like the physical i like it's cool to have like a physical jar that you can like easily pick up i think that's always cool as opposed to like you know virtual things and virtual notebooks it might hit a little different um but i, I think the last the last practice before um before we transition a little bit is um it's just like a. it just builds on the daily one It's like just a yearly gratitude bracket. It's like the same concept that I've tried with like the friend bracket. Um, but it's still like this one's more personal just for, you know, my top mel- my top memories, my top moments. So basically, if you stick to daily practice of five things that you're grateful for a day, you're going to have like over eighteen hundred memories that you can look back on um, and help like o- improve your overall well-being um, things like that. So what I'm doing is I'm kind of like having like one month go up against another and another and another. Um, and then it'd be cool to have like a top 10 list of, wow, these are the coolest moments of the year, have that physically printed out or physically like on hand. So when things are getting wild, you could just look at it and just like bring you back to those moments. Um, but I actually have one of us so far from this year, from this year like i only did a little bit it's not done but the trip to jim thorpe is one where i just look back and it's like wow like how much fun was that like and then you like you you start looking back and then you start like cracking up because you can't have like two different emotions at once it's like you're either one you're either all in or so like jim thorpe for example like um we meet at the Pepe's house and i like i wrote some of the specific shit down because it like it was just so funny at the time. <laughs> Peppy goes, she goes, oh, you know, Eddie, great to see you. I'm like, uh, hey, nice to see you again. And then she goes, uh, like, Tori is the Peppy's dog, for example. And, like, Tori's was like, um, you know, I'm pet nerd. And she's like, oh, Tori's a, judge, a good judge of character. Um, I'm like, oh, I feel really good. But then she's like, she also has dementia. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, what One of my roast.
1: favorite stories.
0: A classic roast. And then Damn, the roast from Mrs. Peppy. For sure, for sure. I, I keep my guard up around her, man. <laughs> and then like the rest of that weekend was just mad fun. Like this is like an inside joke that maybe a lot of folks won't get, but like there's an inside joke where there's a I
1: know it's not funny already.
0: There's a tablecloth and it's blue, and I'm just saying to everyone, oh, you know, it must be a boy. <laughs>
3: Like
1: okay, the least yeah. funny, I threw up on this one, Eddie. That was like everybody thought that was hilarious. Probably the least funny thing I've ever heard.
2: It was so funny, and I just every single time I saw Eddie do it to somebody else, I would still just like burst out laughing every <laughs> time.
1: I don't know if your growth-minded group, like audience, knows that you love to repeat jokes.
0: <laughs> That's what makes it like good. Like
1: mm.
0: they're not funny once, but maybe after like
1: the fifth time,
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So karaoke. What do you say?
2: Also karaoke was really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Karaoke and uh, hot tub. You see what I mean? Like just even talk about this stuff. I'm smiling. I'm laughing and it's just mad fun. But yeah, that's basically the yearly gratitude idea. And Mike and Shannon have already shared some ideas with you, with me too. These are new to me. So, um, so thank you both. Um, we'll transition a little bit. Um, if you guys want to add any additional thoughts, I know I, I sent like a prompt to you guys about, um, you know, bio and something interesting about yourself. I also said something that you're thankful for from this year. So if you wanted to elaborate on, on, you know, maybe that moment or maybe a highlight or two that, uh, that you're thankful for from this year too since we're kind of in that mindset already
1: uh yeah i'll i'll go i i mean i have to eddie i, I sent you a bunch and i actually like that you sent this question out because i haven't thought of it like at all and we're getting into the winter so we're gonna we're gonna hit a new year soon and like that's crazy because i feel like i don't know about you guys these past two years have like absolutely flown by um And I think that that kind of like ties into something that I'm grateful for. I felt like it flew by so quick that I was in college when like the pandemic started. Um, And then now I have like a full-time job. I'm living by myself in a city. And I think that one of the greatest things that I'm thankful for that is that I'm able, I was able to find a job that I actually really enjoy doing. Like people can't find a job during this pandemic, let alone like one that they actually like like to wake up and do. And I'm about a month into my new job, and like I don't mind getting up and going to work. And like I know a lot of people can't say that they agree with that. Um, I actually enjoy every moment I'm at work. I'm in a environment where I feel like I'm learning from multiple people about a, a ton of different things and. It's just, it's just like a, a positive environment. And like, I'm so thankful that I found a job that allows me to have that. So that's definitely like one of my highlights. My second one actually happened in the way beginning of 2021. Me and my older sister, Bridget, who is a part of this Woodside group, but she couldn't make it tonight. Um, we went on a road trip, just the two of us. We went to a bunch of different states she was moving out of texas and i met her in texas and we drove home to new jersey our home together um stopped at a bunch of different places and this was during the pandemic so it almost was better like we got to spend a lot of one-on-one time together and that might have been something that we couldn't have done if things were open a lot of driving and talking and um just like enjoying each other's company and like Getting to do that in a bunch of different areas and and in different ways, and I just am like really really thankful for it. And I always think about it, um, and I just want to do it again. So yeah, those are definitely like my top two. And I think it's funny because one was at the beginning and one is kind of like nearing the end a little bit. Uh, so I found that interesting. But you know, the stuff in the middle was good too.
2: Yes. If- um I'll give two as well one of mine's also a trip in April I went to Costa Rica and my roommate's sister has like a rental house in Costa Rica but we ended up not staying there because it had like mold so we got like this Airbnb also like near the house but it was just like amazing like I had never been to Costa Rica never been to like Central America or South America or anything like that and it was super cool so green like and I was like wow this place really exists like also it rained harder than I've ever seen in my life I was like okay different nature exists here like I saw monkeys like on the telephone poles and they, there was just so much wildlife like macaws were flying over the pool outside and I was just like this is a different world and I felt super super grateful to be able to experience it not only with you know just with my own eyes but also sharing the experience with my high school friends which was so cool Um, so that's one. And then two was kind of a bittersweet, but my grandma passed away this summer and it made me like really, really, it reminded me again of like how strong my family is, like all my cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff. I have a really large family and I am very grateful for that. So we were, you know, it would have been so much harder if it was just, you know, me and my sister and and my friends, obviously, but it, I can, you know, connect and relate all those memories of my grandma with my cousins and stuff. And it was, it was really Nice to have them there. So I was super grateful.
1: Eddie, I want to hear yours, if you don't mind sharing.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Um,
0: let's see. <laughs> um, one was at like the start of the year was um, I was living at my uncle's, um, Uncle Bob. Uh, I think you both have met him at least over Zoom.
1: <laughs> yes. We met um, both versions.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one where he's like walking down up <laughs> the stairs, and then another where he's walking.
1: Wacky. <laughs>
0: um, one was just like it wasn't just like one moment, but we would do pool tournaments like at the end of almost every night. Um, again, like COVID was, uh, and still is. Uh, I know in parts of the world, but at least in New Jersey, it was pretty. Um. Prevalence, so you couldn't really go out too much in January, February, couldn't see too many folks, but it was awesome just to, like, he yeah, has a pool table. It was just awesome to be able to just shoot some pool, play some music. I, uh, I'm i very competitive, so I had, like, a championship belt that we'd always, like, parade with, and, like, we'd do entrance songs when we become players. <laughs> like, if we're the defending champion, we'd, you know, we'd come down to our music um, and if you lost, like, the next day, you would see this belt, like, right next to your bed, or, <laughs> or <laughs> like, right on the kitchen table, like, that's so funny, just, like, him rubbing it in, or me rubbing it in, um, he usually, like, he's a sore loser, so I didn't have to rub it in too much, he would, he would kind of kick himself over it, but that was a lot of fun, just, like, those moments with him, because I knew they, they weren't permanent, and I think that's what made him so cool, was, like, I knew I wouldn't be there for so long, but it was just cool to have um, just some time with my uncle where, you know, I I knew I'd be looking to move it out soon, but still try to at least have some fun with him, pick his brain um, and win some pool games. So, yeah, that was that was definitely one of them, too. Um, I I mentioned Jim Thorpe was another one that was a lot of fun. Um, And then I'm going to shout out. Um, some of my St. Helena's buddies too, because one night we went to Jersey City. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever played Cheers to the Governor?
1: Yes, familiar. Yeah.
0: You go round robin. Everyone, you know, if you get through the entire twenty-one, you make a rule, right? So <laughs> we get through the entire, you know, twenty-one. List of twenty-one, and then my brother Ryan makes a makes a rule against my friend Brendan, or as many guys know, Beans. Um, the rule is like every time, I don't know, number seven comes Beans has to get up and get a napkin from the other side of the bar. So <laughs> he did, probably got up about 20 times
2: <laughs> getting is napkin so funny.
0: from the poor, like uh, bartender, bringing it back to him, to our table. And, uh, you know, we would, we would lose and then he would have to do it again. It was just so funny that he would actually, he did it. So I respect him for that, but just that rule was one of the worst rules I ever saw in my Jersey governor. Um, and I was not envious of him at all in that position, but anytime I think of that story, it just cracks me up. Um, but yeah, those were, those are some of the highlights. Um, I won't share them all, at least on this episode, but. Um, what bar was it? Um, I don't know. I'd have to ask Hedl, Uh he would know. Somewhere in Jersey
2: City. Nice. I haven't been out in Jersey City hopefully. pretty much ever, so. Yeah. It'd be worth
0: going to. It was just a cool...
2: I'm going to Hoboken on Saturday for a okay. birthday.
0: Wait. Well, um, I think that that'll wrap up today's Mastermind session. We spoke on you know the science of gratitude a little bit, practices that you can try. Hopefully you have some at your disposal. Uh, You can do it anywhere, anytime, um, at any, you know, at your convenience. Um, And then we just had a little bit of reflection here as the year's slowly coming to an end, but um, just wanted to thank Shannon and Mike again for joining me on today's first installment of the Mastermind Sessions. Hopefully we have um, some more to come and, uh, you know, hopefully grow the group a little bit bigger too, from one episode to another, to another um just another way to expand our social networks and you know connect with people in their 20s who are probably you know going through a lot of the things that we're seeing or you know might feel the same way from stuff that we're that we're going through too but um just want to thank you too uh any last words for the uh for the audience here
2: no just thank you and i have a lot of gratitude that i'm able to be here tonight with you guys
1: I'm gonna second that, Mike.